You guys, I'm so honored anytime we are able to welcome a new sponsor to the Shamelessly Feminine Show. Our sponsors really help us keep the show going and share in our mission of helping women. And this week, we welcome Elemis to the show. And I'm thank you, Elemis, for being a sponsor and for believing in what we do. You guys might have heard of Elemis. It's a cult brand. It's the number one selling luxury skincare brand in Britain. They have an award-winning line of products that are proven to reduce the signs of fine lines and wrinkles and to keep your skin hydrated, plump, and smooth. Every groundbreaking product is an innovative blend of science with the chemistry of nature and Elemis's meticulous attention to detail. Their pioneer formulas and remarkably transformative results is what sets their skincare apart. There's one product in particular that is not only a favorite, but it has cult status globally. It's won a bunch of awards, and it's always given shout-outs by beauty editors for its amazing anti-aging properties. It's called the Pro Collagen Marine Cream, and it's clinically proven to reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles in just 14 days. With one sold globally every eight seconds and hundreds of five-star reviews talking about how amazing and light it feels on your skin and the difference that people are seeing after using it for just a couple of weeks, this product is a must-try. The secret to this super cream is seaweeds and lots of them. Elemis is known for harnessing the power of science and nature, in particular seaweeds and algae, to make serious skincare that gives you results. So we want you to try before we buy, and you know you won't be disappointed. So this is where you need to go. You need to go to elemis.com, that's E-L-E-M-I-S dot com, forward slash U-S, forward slash shamelessly feminine. And of course, we'll put that in the show notes for you to sign up and claim a sample of their best-selling Pro Collagen Marine Cream for just $10, which is shipping included, and that's a value of $45, so you're going to save a ton of money. Make sure you hurry. It's first come, first serve. So guys, check out Elemis, elemis.com forward slash US forward slash shamelessly feminine. Support our sponsors for supporting us. Thank you, Elemis, and I am definitely going to be trying this out myself. Hey guys, what's up? I am Jen Rosenbaum, your hostess for the Shamelessly Feminine Podcast. And today I'm super excited because, first of all, I'm recording my first in-person podcast. Let's hope this goes well. <laughs> you never know what to expect with me. But second, I have Lauren Dimmitt Waters here in my house. Yay. Um, hi, Lauren. Hi. How are you doing today? Good. Come a little closer okay. so I know that they can hear you because you have okay. a lot of good things to say. Okay. Hope so. <laughs> Oh, hold on. Pressure's on. Right, exactly. Let's make sure this is actually recording. All right, good. Oh my God, you guys. You, if anybody out there knows me and electronics, we do not get along. So if this works, it's going to be a miracle. <laughs> All right, Lauren, you are from Fountain of 30. We met through Melissa Berry, who I also had on my podcast, who is amazing. Yeah, and is. so this is all kind of coming full circle and I'm so excited. Tell us a little bit about you before we get into all the good stuff. Uh, where, what do you mean? Like, like tell where us, to begin? Yeah, okay. At well, the beginning? Yeah. No, okay. I was born. <laughs> no. uh, let's see. Uh, well, you probably want to know more about my blogging life yeah. and, and things like that. So I started uh, a site called Second City Style when I was living in Chicago in 2005 with my partner, Carol Kalachi, who's still my partner. But a few years ago, we changed the name because we were getting older and we found that we had different views now on fashion and style. That's kind of what we, we focused on before. And, and we I went more towards beauty and anti-aging. And well, we just figured we should niche down into that. Mm. There weren't a lot of sites or 
uh, social dealing with middle age that we thought, so we thought, let's do this. Mm. So we changed the name to Fountain of 30. Let's put Second City Style to rest, mm-hmm. which besides I had moved to New York and saying your site's name is Second City Style when you live in New York, it's, well, it was a little problematic. Yeah. And uh, so we changed it. And uh, that's pretty much how that happened. And the social media aspect, uh, Instagram, was something I went into cooking and screaming a bit. A little <laughs> why? Bit. Why? Tell me why. Because <laughs> I felt, because I'm sure many women in my age group feel that they're just too old to deal with this stuff, you know? And it's not so much that I want to ignore or bury my head in the sand with what's going on uh, in technology and socially and all of that. But I just, I just felt like, who's going to listen to me? I'm too old. Who cares? You know, I've never had a, any delusions. Anybody really cares what I think or say, or what, you know, what I look like or where I am or what I'm eating or, you know, things like that. And, and it turned out I was kind of wrong, which is, which is interesting. Right. Because it's, so like in our, so we're similar in age, mm-hmm. which is 40 something. We'll just leave it at that. Right. And <laughs> we, we grew up in an age where like everything we did was anonymous because we didn't have to yeah. show anybody, tell anybody. We didn't have to get approval. We didn't, right. you know, right. so I didn't yeah. need to validate everything I do. And I still don't feel that way. I right. sort of do it in a, like, I call myself like the after tweeter and the after I do things when I leave. Right. I'm never doing it at the time. You know? I love that. But, oh, you mean you're present in the yeah, moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no, I am present in the yeah. moment. I still believe in being present. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, and we could go into a whole thing on, on what I think that this is doing to society and you know, kids today, but then I'm going to sound like an old lady <laughs> and I'm not, or at least I'm trying not to be yeah. mentally. And uh, so I don't, you know, it, it was hard for me to, to really deal with that and the way things have, have kind of moved into everybody wants to know what you're doing now yeah. and, and, you know, what are you thinking and what are you wearing? What, it, it just, that's all foreign to me. Right. And they want to know everything. There's no boundaries. Like, no boundaries. Yeah. No boundaries. No and boundaries. so, um, I love that. So you and I are very similar in that way because I put a lot on social media but there's like 10 times more I don't put on social media. Of course. But people don't get that. No. And come on, it's all curated. Let's yeah. Say, who are we kidding? I yeah. Mean, everybody's is. Even, even if you're looking at a 25-year-old's feed, it's all curated. It's what we want people to think and that we're doing. And, and that's sort of my, my thing is I just like to keep it real. Yeah. So, you know, today I even put up an Instagram where I talked about something that, you know, is bothering me or, you know, something that is really something I'm uh, struggling with at the moment. Mm. So I do like to try to keep it as real as possible. Yes, Instagram is a little bit more curated. So I did start a Facebook group where we're a little bit more real. Yeah. And I, I like that. And I think that's really important for women in middle age too, because we just, I think it's time that we have the conversations that yeah. aren't being had yeah. or just starting to be had. So. Yeah. Like, like what kind of conversations do you think? Like I just did a podcast right before you came over and recorded another podcast and we were talking about how people talk about their kids and how they're so perfect and they don't want to admit that there's problems. And here I am going like, hello, I have a teenage daughter. I'm going to raise the white flag. Like I'm, I'm struggling here. Who has advice for me? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. But people, yeah. But you know, a lot of women have a hard time talking about things. That's a lot of pressure to to, not only to, to think that you need to be perfect, but that you think other people are perfect and that it's a, (laughs) it's weakness. If you project that you're not perfect. Yeah. I think that's terrible. Mm. 
I, I, you know, I, I'm going to fight that every step of the way. Yeah. Cause we're not perfect. No, nobody's perfect. Nobody. Yeah. And I think to walk around thinking that you need to be perfect is just a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, like when I first started saying to people like, no, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Like I don't, I, right. I would like to think I'm good at raising a teenage daughter because I talk about shamelessly feminine and I'm all about women's rights and this and that, but no, she will eat me alive. Like yeah. <laughs> this girl will eat me alive. And, and as strong as I am, I struggle with that. When I finally admitted that it was like, oh my God, I could breathe. Well, yeah. And didn't you find that other women related to you, the ones that yeah. are like, oh wait, yeah, well, I mean, I built my whole career on that, right? Like, when I first started right. having infertility and I spoke about it, women came to me that were like, me too. Yeah. When I was turning 40, women came to me and were like, me too. That's why you got to keep it real. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I agree. You, you and I discussed, I went through infertility myself, and I went through a lot of treatments, and, and I'm very open about it because I I feel that I, I know what it's like to feel that sense of, of loss mm-hmm. and that sense of you feel like you're so alone and you feel raw mm-hmm. and it just, there's, I don't want anybody to go through that. And it's they don't normal. Have to. And, and it's, it's totally normal. normal. It's totally normal. Like that's the thing about this. It's like normalizing the things that we think are so out of the ordinary that we're told to be quiet about, right? Like, especially things like loss and infertility where people say, you shouldn't tell anybody you're pregnant until you're three months, just in case something happens. And I would always be like, I don't get it. Shouldn't you tell the people that would support you if something happens? Like, that yeah, doesn't make any sense. I know. I was kind of with, I, I was, I was, I felt with, for me, I didn't want to tell people because in case something went wrong, it might not, to me, I thought it might not hurt as much. Right. Uh, which was a lie because I'm sure it would have, I mean, I had a couple failed attempts at IVF and, you know, it hurt. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, it was, once you put it out there, then it's real. Right. You know, and, and, and I'm not going to kid myself. Any, all my friends that saw me not drinking wine. Right. Instantly. <laughs> Dead <laughs> you know, giveaway. giveaway. <laughs> Lauren's not drinking a glass of wine at, at a party. Um, so, you know, it's like, oh, I'm drinking club soda. Oh, you're right. You're pregnant. <laughs> so, so that was interesting. But yeah, no, I, I think one of the things that I find that, um, and it's, it's kind of ironic to me because when Carol, my, my partner and I were talking about back when we still had second city style and I'm like, we're not going to talk about menopause. We're not going to talk about any of that stuff. And then I'm like, I'm going through it. And I'm like, Oh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And so now we're like, no holds barred. Like we want to talk about the things that women should talk, shouldn't feel that they shouldn't talk about. Although I am seeing the conversation turn that way, which is good. Yeah. I definitely see people being more open, but let's talk about aging. Sure. Cause that's like your, that's my thing. That's your wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not ready for it. We never are. Okay. Are we not? Because I thought I was going to be the kind of woman that was like, I'm just going to age gracefully. It'll be fine. I'm not going to dye my hair. I'm not going to, you know, do this, do that. I'm up to like four face creams a day. Like, you know, every three weeks. I think there's no shame in trying to fight it. And it was funny. I went to this uh, beauty show. Uh, it was, it's like an expo last week and, and it's a demo and it's, it's kind of like this, I don't even know how to describe it. It's crazy. It, it's a, every brand that you can think of is there mm. and it's a big expo and it, it's getting bigger and bigger every year and it's more and more overwhelming. So, uh, my, uh, on my podcast, my co-host and I, 
focus on the anti-aging stuff. So we found the anti-aging section and just zeroed in on yeah. that. Thank God, because I would have gone, I saw maybe, we saw maybe one fifteenth of what was at the show. Right. It's getting bigger and bigger every year. And one woman's telling us about her product and that how it's pro-aging. And I'm like, I looked at her, I'm like, what? What like, does that mean? What the hell is that? <laughs> pro-aging? Like, why can't we say anti-aging? I mean, now we're even being shamed for how we, <laughs> how we term, it's, it's anti-aging. Negative. It's, it's negative. negative. I'm like, I'm anti-aging. I'm, I'm going to fight it. You right. know, that's what I encourage women to do. Like, I'm fight pro it. living a long I'm time. Pro- I'm looking as best as I can. Yeah, exactly. I'm pro that. But like, don't, t- don't now tell me that it's politically incorrect to say anti-aging. I mean, what are you going to go like on a, like, the Sephora website and look up the category pro aging. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. It's anti-aging, you know, besides A's at the top of the alphabet, you know, let's right. God, give me a break. Pro aging. Such a crock. So I, I just looked at her and I like, are you for real? You know? <laughs> and then I heard like, I had the best time with what magazine was it? Allure? Was it Allure that said they were going to ban the term anti-aging? Oh, I don't know. And I was like, get a real cause. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Really? Right. Really? I'm the face of anti-aging and I'm okay with it. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's wrong with the word anti? I don't get it. I'm not. No. I, and I think it's a matter of choosing aging the way you choose to age. That's exactly my point. Um, I think that um, I am pro you doing whatever works for you. Yeah. Okay. I am anti somebody telling you what you need to do. Amen. Okay. So, so in that, in that case, what my goal is and, and what our goal at Fountain of 30 is, is for women. And we call it Fountain of 30 because like, I always say if I could pick an age and bottle it, 30 would be it yeah. because you look, you look great. You don't realize it yeah. until you look when you're in it, you don't know it, but that you look darn good, but you're also not a stupid as your kid 20s, anymore right? as you're in the twenties, you know? So I mean, maybe we could say like, you know, a uh, fountain of, you know, 35. I thought the thirties were good. And looking back on it, forties were pretty good too. So, you know, I think that that's really where we, we came up with the name, but, but the goal is, is not to tell you what you can and can't be doing or because there are no rules. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not really into that. Mm-hmm. I used to be more into that. Mm-hmm. I was explaining to someone that, um, I used to be so much more black and white. Like if you're over 40, you shouldn't wear this and you should wear this, you know? And now I'm like, eh, if it works for you, you know, if you feel good and you look in the mirror and you think you look great and you're walking down the street and you're like flipping your hair and feeling like good, that's, that's what it's all about. It's that feeling. And I want women to be able to hold on to that feeling as long as they can. And when I look at women, like, you know, uh, Moscow, uh, what's, what's her name? Oh, come on. What's her first book? Elon's mom, uh, May, yeah. May Musk. Uh-huh. Um, she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you know, and, and Lauren Hutton, who's yeah, 76 and, you know, she has some wrinkles. I just saw Paulina Portsakova interviewed. She's still gorgeous. I mean, yeah, she was a model. She's, but you know, she's, she's got wrinkles and yeah. it's okay. She looks fantastic. And there shouldn't be, if you want your, let your hair go gray and you rock it and you feel good when you look in the mirror, then I say, rocket yeah I'm not there yet <laughs> yeah no neither am I yeah, yeah, I don't know you're looking for the grace yeah. I'm not there yeah you're not them last week well good for you <laughs> mine are, I noticed mine are starting to pop out again and boy do I have to go get them colored more frequently now but uh you know I just think that it is what you I want and, it, and it's tough I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you I have days where I'm just like this is hard yeah it's and, not but easy. Let, you know here this is the thing about it that I think is hard it's not 
for me at least, it's not the getting older, it's the value that society sees of older women. I think for me, that's it. it's not always a matter of what I look like because I can look at plenty of older women and go, wow, they have wrinkles, they have gray hair, but they're still gorgeous. Yes. Still, there's so yes. much there. There's yes. so much beauty. It's a matter of how does society treat us, and I'm starting to see a change in that. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, could we talk about J Lo and Shakira? And the sure. Whole, I mean, we had like this was okay. Say what you want to say about the Super Bowl halftime show. If any of you write to me and say you didn't like it, though, I'm going to disown you. But <laughs> not a matter of liking it or disliking it, but I'm talking about more women that are 40-something going up there, doing things that we expect 20-somethings to do, and the world God saying bless. it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. And I think, you know, whether whether you thought that the, the show was obscene or whatever, right. I'm not going to argue, right. you know, with that point, for some people thought that. But Let's just break it down to the fact that you've got a woman there that's in her mid forties and one that's fifty up there putting some twenty somethings to shame, and mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, there was and also the message a, was great. Did you see that tweet that um, I don't remember who wrote it, but she said something to the effect of like, "I'm sick of these thirty under thirty lists. Can't we su- can't we support the woman who's forty five and changing her career, or a stay at home mom who decided to go back to work or go back to did school? Did you see Forbes is, is putting out to? A 50 over 50. That's amazing. I mean, come yeah. on, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think things, I think we're going to find, I think we're at the beginning and I am seeing a shift. Okay. And I, I mean, I think ageism sucks. Yeah. And uh, I call myself the middle age disruptor. So yes. sometimes I'll hashtag like an ad I see in a magazine that, you know, for face cream right. or, you know, a anti-aging serum. And they're clearly showing a 25 year old right. model. And that's infuriating because <laughs> I'm never going to look 25. And by the way, women, if you dare go buy that product right, and think that you're a, that you'll ever look like that, you won't. There's no product on earth that's going to make you look 25 again, if you're in your late forties or fifties. And secondly, I want to support a, did I just say a and secondly? <laughs> okay. I think I did. Okay. And B, <laughs> if you if you even support that company, you're, you're, you're sending the message to them that it's okay. Yeah. And so I'll go through a magazine. I've got to do that again. I've got a stack of magazines built up. I can't get rid of these subscriptions. They just yeah. keep sending yeah. them to me, even though I try to cancel them. <laughs> and I just flip through the magazines and I look at the ads and I'm like, Oh, and I find myself so annoyed. You know, not, I mean, if it's, if it's a product for, you know, for a millennial, then that's fine. Show right. a millennial. I don't, I'm not saying that, but if you're trying to sell me an anti-aging cream or something right. for, for my, and you've got a 25 year old model, you have one of the Hadid girls. Right, right. I'm going to like, I'm going to throw the, I'm going to throw the magazine against the wall. Yeah. You know? And you know, I, I never noticed that until I got sick because I don't sit still. Right. And when I got sick, when I had cancer and I sat on the couch to recover and I would watch TV. Yeah. It was the first time in a long time I watched TV. And I remember one day my husband coming home and me saying to him, I don't see myself on TV anymore. Oh, unless you're a housewife. Right. And he was like, <laughs> And even then, you don't look like them because no. they have so much plastic surgery. Exactly. And he's like, you know, what do you mean? I'm like, every commercial, even the ones that are geared towards me, don't have me in it. I don't understand that. I think you're going to start to see a shift. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I, I, I've been saying this for years, which is kind of why I, I – I call myself the middle age disruptor. By the way, I'll use the hashtag middle age disruptor. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. going to make a scene if you're, you know. This is why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like disruptors. I'm a disruptor. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if for something like that, but I, I don't. I, I think I'm starting to notice, and I've, I said this years ago, just by by knowing marketing and knowing finance and just looking at the way trends work and things like that. I'm like, this is gonna, there's going to be a shift. 
There's going to have to be, you know, and it always confused me why these companies that sell very expensive goods That's are, what I was just gonna are, say. are targeting millennials. Right. We've well, got the money. Right. I was it makes just no gonna sense say, to me. At some point they'll wake up and realize. They're going to wake up. Right. So now, you know, it's, it's interesting. I went to this uh, good housekeeping uh, fit. It was like a health and fitness kind of wellness summit a few weeks ago. And finally a panel got up and talked about just this, mm-hmm. how they're starting to see this shift. And because there's so many women and men entering middle age, so many women entering menopause. Now mm-hmm. we're finally having a voice. So I don't know if you've noticed, I was flipping through a magazine the other day. I forgot what company was it that showed. Oh no, it was a, I got a, I got a, a catalog. Mm-hmm. I don't know what made me flip through this one. Athleta. Mm-hmm. And they had a, they had an older woman yeah. and one of the ads. I was like, yes, yeah. you know, and I was walking through target a few months ago and I stopped out of my tracks because there was an ad for lingerie with a, with a clearly middle-aged mom. I mean, I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, finally, look at this. this but isn't is it great. crazy how shocking it is when you see, even when you see it, you go, Oh, look at that. Yeah. But it made me stop. And guess what? I'm going to support those brands. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. It's, and you know, it's like that whole thing. It's so funny. You bring up the lingerie model because I fight that from the body aspect like right. and with what I with what I do and people say oh it's so like I'm like you could walk through Target and see a picture of a woman in her underwear that's more risque than what I do but you're so shocked by it but it, you know it's a lot of judgment I mean I'm finding yeah. too that and I wish women would just be kinder to each other and not be so judgmental but I find when somebody says that's so whatever they're projecting 100%. something that's going on inside of them right and I used to be like that so I can really I really understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I meditate now. I do other things. And I've just kind of come to the conclusion that um, I shouldn't be projecting my insecurities right. onto other people. And so I don't. I mean, we all have insecurities, but I think when you're like, you shouldn't do this and you should wear this and that, that's your own insecurity. Yeah. It's my, my favorite expression is we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yep. I like that. It's so true. And this is what I say all the time when people see my artwork or it's, it, you know, when you go to a gallery, you could see a piece of art and somebody loves it and somebody hates it. And well, that's they're both right. Subject- right. Right. They're both right. Yeah. It depends. Some things just resonate with you and, and others don't. And, yeah. and so, you know, ageism resonates with me. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say that you're going to feel great every day. That's not life. That's not being real, but some days are better than others. And I have days like that too. And I have moments like that. I can be having a great day. And then I get in my car and I hear a song. Well, I stupidly listen to my 80s stations all the time. (laughs) So then I hear a song that all of a sudden throws me back into what was I doing when that song came right. out? Oh my God, that was so long ago. And then I start doing the math. I'm like, oh my God, right. I'm so or, old. Have your kids said to you yet, what do you know? You were born in the 1900s. Uh, no, not quite that way. Oh I'm sure it's coming. God, I was like, well, I can't argue with that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <I was>. Wow. <laughs> I guess you're right. 1900s. Wow. Isn't yeah. that funny? It's weird. Well, my kid makes some joke, like, wasn't TV black and white when you were little? Oh, God. My kids asked me if I had TV when I was Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how old do you think I am? But by the way, this is what's so funny. My daughter, who's 14, 
when I had her, I remember in her room, we had a little 13-inch square TV that I would watch at night when she was nursing or whatever, because the girl never slept. And we didn't have Netflix, and we didn't have even on demand or anything DVR is nothing. Like I oh. watched what was on and that was it. And there wasn't a lot on by the way. Oh, I had a DVR by the time I was pregnant. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. Oh my God. I would have died. Right. I don't know what you're right. It's I didn't like, have a cell phone. I mean, I didn't have, like we didn't have, I mean, we I had a cell phone, but it wasn't social media. There wasn't like, Hey, Facebook, my kid is burping up, you know, green stuff. What does that mean? Like there was none of that. That's true. Well, I guess 14, yeah, 14 years ago. Cause my, my oldest is 10. So I did have a DVR. By yes. Now. Well, by the time I had my son, who was right. four, four years younger. Right. So he's 10. Yep. I had a DVR. See? And right. it was the best thing. Wasn't it? <laughs> I, I caught up on every single show. Right. And I'm like, you know, watching, like, I think I was watching Jersey Shore. Like, I watched really bad stuff. Yeah. You know? Know. Jersey was like, Shore is really good. Don't, was so, don't ever call it bad. <laughs> okay. All right. It was good, bad. And I'm, you know, watching all of this stuff while I'm feeding my child and up all night. Yeah. And, and it was great. But, you know, growing up, without a cell phone and you know I would get in my car and drive somewhere and that was it right I nobody know if you made it or not I made it you know uh, I'd have to find a pay phone right uh, my husband tells a great story about traveling in Europe and he was supposed to meet a friend uh, they were backpacking across Europe like after high school or college or whatever it was and they were supposed to meet up uh, I can't even remember where it was it was some like random country he's like I don't know we just found each other like I don't even know how we did we yeah. didn't even have cell phones or email like we were just like I'll meet you on this day you know in this country and we found each other <laughs> that's amazing how did we do you know you're right I'm like I'm like sitting here scratching my head like oh yeah I did meet up with friends and Europe. I did that once. And yeah. how did I, right. I found my friend. How did I do that? I don't know. It's like, how did we, how did I find my way anywhere in my car? I can't live without ways. I know. Like, how did I find how maps? Did, we had maps. I'm terrible at reading maps. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. I'm, I've always been bad. It's amazing. I found my way. Anywhere. Right. It really is. It really is. I'm still like that. I'm, even with ways, I still managed to get lost. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank God that girl reroutes. Thank because. God, right? I'm waiting for it to yell at me. Right. Like, Idiot, turn around. Actually, I did have a car that did that. Yeah. All mouse is like, make a U-turn if possible. Right. Make, make a U-turn. U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. Make a U-turn. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. So here's what here's what I want to know. Sure. We're okay with aging. We're we're good. Well, I mean, I'm not okay with it. Right? No, but we're yeah, yeah. We're gonna fight it. Okay. Same time. I want to know what are your favorite products that you use? Do you because here's so we're so bombarded. Obviously, you talked about how big this show is getting. Oh, it's ridiculous. How do you know what works, what doesn't, and what works for you? Because everybody has different skin. We do, and and it's funny. That's something that comes up in this Facebook group that I have called Growing Younger, and. You know, someone will write, like, does anybody have a really good Facebook face cream? And, you know, and I try so many because that's, I get sent stuff. I write about it. And there's, and the thing is I love so much and I don't really talk about the ones I don't like. I just don't talk about them. So I don't, I'm not out to bash. Right. Unless it's like egregious and somebody needs right. to like, just stay away from it. Right. You know, it's going to burn Turns your face. Green. Right. I'm gonna, you, know, uh, you know, burns a hole in your face. Right. I'm going to tell you about that. Yeah. Um, I haven't had to do that too many times. Uh, and there's certain products that I love and then, you know, someone will try it and be like, I don't like it. So, you know, yeah. so we all, we are all different. Yeah. Uh, I will say that for the most part, I don't think you need to be buying like La Mer mm-hmm. unless you can afford it, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't think like to be perfectly honest, I find that, uh, creams are great, mm. but 
Botox is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, filler. And then I, I know don't get me wrong. Okay. I, I don't want, cause I know I'll probably get annihilated for this. If you want, there's no cream that's going to fix everything. And if you want to get rid of the wrinkles in your head, forehead completely, Botox works. Right. Okay. I, there's just no two ways about it. There's no cream that I have found yet yeah. that it has the same effect. But some people don't want to use Botox. Some people can't use Botox. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, you know, their doc they can't for certain reasons. Are I have friends that have had cancer and they can't use certain things. And I, and, and I get it. And yeah. some people just have a problem with it. And I'm not trying to tell you that you should go do that if you have a problem with it. But do know that there's no cream yeah. yet. <laughs> I'm not out there looking for it, but there's no out there yet yeah. that's going to have the same results that you're going to get from that. And at some point, there's going to be nothing that has the same results, unfortunately, as like a facelift, I'm sure. Right. You know, golly knows I'm working on my neck hard. <laughs> and so far... What is with the neck? And the neck is the first to go. Your eyes and your neck. It's just... It just, it holds your head up and it gets tired after seven years. I don't know. It's just, it's like, it just kind of, you know. Yeah, just, I started noticing yeah, that. I started it, using a new neck cream. Yeah, and it's, you know, it can only do so much. And then, you know, <sighs> then scars come out. And, right. Which, you know, doesn't really help you in the summer. When it's really hot. And you're having your hot flashes. Yeah, you're having hot flashes <laughs> on top of that, right. You know, it's, it's, it's just a conundrum. So, so I will say that the, I think that there are a lot of, creams. I'm always looking for the ones that are like in the mid range, mm-hmm. the mid price range. Mm-hmm. Although I, I have to be honest when I was at CEW, I I'm going to talk about this in my podcast. So we're going to be reviewing it. Uh, what we saw there are the drugstore brands, the mass market, they're stepping it up. Mm. And I'm really happy to see that. Yeah. So you can find creams that are 30 and under. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, when I say mid, I'm saying like in the sixties right. to a hundred. And then obviously, you know, a jar that's like $150 is high end mm-hmm. on up. I mean, I, I've seen some that are four to six hundred dollars. Mm. I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, mind you, I say that until I find the one that I think right. is phenomenal, and then I'll be like <laughs> saving up my pennies for that one or whatever. But I, I will say that I'm seeing like I just saw Burt's Bees came mm-hmm. out is coming out with an anti-aging line. Oh, I'm happy to that. see that. Yeah, and that's a new thing too. Like I'm loving all the vegan cruelty. Uh, absolutely, they're all that stuff stepping it up. And yeah. It's fantastic yeah. to see it. It is great to see it. Now, does it work? Because sometimes I find that uh, I have tried some, you know, uh, skincare lines that are natural and, mm-hmm. and, and I still have a reaction to them, yeah. you know, just because, right. just because they're natural, you know, it's so a lot of these like plants and right. well, people juices. are allergic to peanuts, peanuts Correct. are natural. Correct. Exactly. Right. So I've had some reactions to yeah. some of the products that come out that, you know, sound really amazing. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So I have very sensitive skin. So that's also a kind of good for me for testing stuff because if I break out from it we know I have this theory Mm -hmm. tell me if you're starting to see this happening do you know how in the cosmetics industry it was like everything was like high-end right like Sephora Mac you know like we like this high-end department store type cosmetic and then all of a sudden these these companies came in right like ColourPop NYX uh Eyes Lips Face whatever they all come in at this lower price point and they're offering for the most part pretty good cosmetics actually yes I think it's going to start happening in the skincare world also. And I'm starting to see it a little bit like with Burst is one of the companies. Um, You know, I'm starting to see like a little bit of like higher end in Target kind of uh, skincare. I'm wondering if you've tried any of those. Oh, yeah. Some are very good. Yeah. Yeah, Some some are. Uh, You know, or products here and there. Like, you know, I'm not going to. My thing is 
you really should use an entire skincare line if you're talking about like the face wash because they're, right. they're meant From to beginning be, to they're meant to work together. It's a routine. It is a routine, like a, but yeah. not only that, they'll put things in one that plays well with the other, right. or that plays well with the next. And so when you start picking and choosing from different lines, you're not necessarily going to get the best benefits from it. What I did notice, which I'm starting to see, which is smart, some of these companies are making products that play well with other products from other lines, which is smart. They understand that women aren't going to follow through with a whole regimen, so they'd rather get a little piece of your business than none of it. And so that, you know, I loved it when I I was showed – you know, a serum that you mix in with your moisturizer. They didn't say our moisturizer. Right. They said with your moisturizer. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, that's Yeah, smart. because that's the kind of thing, like, people are loyal to their, like, I'm loyal to my moisturizer. <laughs> like, I'm like, I love my moisturizer. I'm not changing it. If you have an anti-aging product, I can put on under it. Great, but I'm not changing my moisturizer. Well, yeah, or or I, I like that. I say that. Like, I look back on my history of testing stuff because I test things. So yeah. I don't really stay really loyal but there are some that I tend to gravitate towards and some lines that I really like um that I find when I'm not testing stuff I go back to um and I'm pretty loyal but I'm not really I can't be I can't it's just my life yeah you know I am because I have rosacea Mm -hmm. and like any little thing will irritate so when I find something that doesn't irritate me um I will use it until it does Uh, absolutely (laughs) that's a that's a whole different that's a whole different thing but if you ever find that it's not giving you the results that you want know that there's probably there is probably something else out there that's good for people you know it's just requires doing a little bit more work and what I love is that skincare is becoming such inclusive and there's something for everybody, but it is because of that, it's getting very confusing. Yeah. And as I'm telling you, my, my co-host who's not as into the beauty world as I, mm. she's, she was blown. I mean, she was, it was too much. Yeah. I, mean, I thought her head was going to explode, <laughs> you know? And that's like, let's just go up to the anti-aging section. Yeah. We're just going to start there. And then when we walked down to the, cause of course they put anti-aging on the fourth floor, right? which made me, I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? And so by the time we hoofed it up there and we're out of breath with all the other old people, um, we were, we walked back downstairs and we were done and it was just like, just, insanity yeah it's just complete insanity all these people and I was just like oh my god this is too much and this is what's happening and if I'm confused you can imagine the average person is going to be confused but I would say that there's there are some great products you know at Target I mean even Walmart's got some good ones I mean it's just I love that so there's something for everybody and I gotta tell you like I eye cream a rock Makes a good eye cream. Okay. Uh, I forget what it's. I forgot. I wish I had the name on me right now, but it's their eye cream. It comes in a tube. That's a great eye cream for the masses. Uh, that anybody, because I do believe you should be wearing eye cream. In yeah. fact, you should be telling your your eighteen year old daughter yeah. to yeah. start using eye cream mm-hmm. and also to be wearing sunscreen. Yeah. Which I think kids today know. We yeah. didn't know that. No. Which is like why I now have these little right. spots that I have to get <laughs> lasered off because you know all the sun damage yeah. I did. Mind you, I've been wearing sunscreen for. 20 years now, I don't leave the house, whether it's raining, sleeting, suns, I don't care. I don't, what's going on outside. I do not leave my house without sunscreen on. And I think that between that and eye cream, that's about the best thing you can tell as far as beauty goes. Best thing you can tell your daughter. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think I learned that from my mother. Like when I think about it, like she never spoke to me about any of those things. I try really hard now to be like, okay, it's my daughter, you know, Talia, you have to put on 
moisturizer. You have to keep your skin moisturized. You have to put on well, sunblock. You have to, you know, so, you know, yeah. I, I think sunblock com- completely. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I mean, and I think kids today, I noticed they are much better about it. Yeah. I mean, we weren't. Yeah. I mean, I was spraying baby oil on my... Right. I know. Oh, God. They're also growing up in the day and age of, Correct. like, the self-tanner and the, you know, they're like, oh, I'll get a tan somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's great. No, but I'm, yeah. like, shocked when I go to a pool in the summertime to see kids knowing to put yeah. sunscreen on and, yeah. you know, their moms don't have to chase them around like our moms tried right. with us and just gave up. I mean, my mom did. So my mom did try to tell me to wear sunscreen, but I didn't listen to her. Yeah. Uh, eye cream, I think I found that out on my own when I started in college. Yeah. Uh, I think that's important. And then, you know, skincare, it changed. I mean, when I was younger, I had zits, so it's different skin. I wouldn't dare put on, my face would fall off if I put on what? Right. When I put on that. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, you know, that that evolves and it changes, yeah. and you just kind of have to go with it. So I think if, if you're using the same skincare that you used 15 years right. ago, time it's probably time for, time for a change, <laughs> you know? It could be the same line, just a different product. Yeah, well, the know? best is when you fill out, like, those quizzes, and you're like, what do I need? Do I need that? I'm like, I fall into sensitive, dry, aging. Oh, I'm like, too. oh my God. I'm oh my God. <laughs> sensitive, dry, oily, right. get the occasional zit, still got wrinkles. <laughs> I mean, I have all of it. I mean, it's ridiculous that I'm like walking around and I'll get like a zit and I'll be like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. You've got to. Right. I mean, isn't this like a rite of passage? Well, what I'm... I find is so crazy is that the girls these days, the teenagers, barely get any. I'm like, I don't understand. These girls have beautiful skin. I'm like, where was that when I was a teenager? I know. You just, it's true. Does anybody have acne? I don't I know. Think, you know, I see it more on boys than girls where before I used to see it more on girls. Now I don't, don't, don't want to research that. I but I have know. to tell you, I do get pitched for, and I always say this isn't my demographic, but I do get pitched for a lot of acne stuff. Yeah. You know, because I see I do skincare and yeah. all of that. I'm like, mm, not my demographic. Yeah. Although I am finding that there are women like myself, I don't get a lot of zits, but I'll get, a, I'll get one and I'm like, and I have wrinkles. It goes along fair. with the hormones, right? Correct. I mean, it does go with the hormones. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. It's hormonal and your body is just... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Well, I love it. I think that you're awesome and I love what you're doing. And I'm so glad that we've connected. Me too. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you. Okay. So I am at Fountain of 30 and that's three zero. Not spelled out T-H, you know. Um, And that's that's my website. So that's dot com. And then all my socials at Fountain of 30. Uh, Their Facebook group is Growing Younger. And... uh, the podcast, my love is in the podcast. Yeah, on your of podcast. Um, sorry, I'm just, I don't want to break it. Are you kidding? Okay. We're all about promoting. Wait, we can share, right? Totally. Um, it's called Beauty is a Bitch. And uh, that's kind of what it becomes as you get older. But we talk about more than just beauty. I just want to put out there that it's also lifestyle, it's health, it's fitness, it's the way we think. It's it's the whole package. I just listened to the podcast about adrenal fatigue. That's an important. Yeah. That was important to me because I'm suffering from it, and that's a stress disease. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you know, going back to talking about like how we have to, you know, portray that everything's fine. Well, guess what? That stress is going to come out somewhere. Yeah. So if you're internalizing it, it can wreak havoc on your body. Yeah. And you know, that's the last thing. And also living like pain free. I've had some issues, uh, many surgeries. I was living with chronic pain and, um, you know, how to, how to live life to its fullest, even when you, cause as you get older, life starts throwing you curveballs, mm-hmm. and pain is, it, I have total empathy for people that have chronic pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm hoping that people can find a way to get through that without being hooked on 
painkillers and mm-hmm. there's just so anything that makes you feel better without having to result to things like that yeah so that's yeah. kind of what I'm all about so Great. anyway I thought that was a very long answer to your question <laughs> no it's all Sorry. good I'm really glad and we'll have all the um links in the show notes as well okay so you guys can find Lauren there all right, guys, listen, if you know somebody who needs this podcast, send it along to them. And also, please give us a five-star rating and send us some love. I hope you guys are awesome. This was so great, Lauren. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having me.